We learned in the previous mission about somebody who wants to exchange his Maishashani coins from silver onto copper. And we learned that he is only allowed to do so in a very difficult situation. And even then, he needs to later on put them back onto silver because it is considered degrading to exchange silver onto copper when it comes to Maishashani. Now, the next couple of Mishnahites will discuss other exchanges of Maishashani money or Maishashani produce. And the first of those cases is about somebody who wants to exchange silver onto gold. So let's say he's got lots of silver coins, and he wants to exchange lots of silver coins onto fewer gold coins, because that way he'll have to carry less up to Yerushalayim. So Bishamayim and Bishamay say, Loyas One is not allowed to exchange his silver seller coins onto gold coins. And the reason for Bishamay is that they are concerned that if somebody has in mind to only bring up gold coins to Yerushalayim, then they're going to wait until they have enough silver Maishashani coins in order to convert onto gold coins. Which means that until they have enough silver coins, they're not going to convert it onto gold coins, and they might not even take it up to Yerushalayim. Now there's a mitzvah that for each of the Sholosh Regolim, the three main Noam Tovim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, there's a mitzvah for every Jew to appear at the Beis HaMikdosh. Now because of that, most people, at least those who didn't live in Yerushalayim, the time that they would eat their Maishashani would be during the Sholosh Regolim, because they were in Yerushalayim anyway. Now, by Shammai concerned that if somebody is only willing to bring up gold coins to Yerushalayim, so if he doesn't have enough silver coins, he's going to push off coming to Yerushalayim and he's going to end up missing the Shalosh Regalim. So he will not fulfill the mitzvah of coming to the Beis Hamikdash for the Shalosh Regalim. So because of that concern, by Shammai say that one is not allowed to convert his silver coins onto gold coins and bring the gold coins to Yerushalayim, in case by doing so he'll push off coming to Yerushalayim and he will end up missing the Shalosh Regalim. However, Vesil Matir and Vesil allow you to convert silver onto gold, because Vesil are not concerned about this. If you haven't got enough silver coins, so you'll end up just bringing the silver coins themselves. You won't push off coming to Yerushalayim for the Shalosh Golem just in order to get the gold coins. If you, don't, if you don't have enough, then you'll just bring the silver coins. And in fact, Omar Akiva, Rabbi Akiva added that Anil Cesar, Rabbi Gamriel, Rabbi Yeshua, I myself converted for Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua as Kaspon Dinri Zahov their silver coins into gold dinar coins. So Rabbi Akiva is saying, I held like Basilel, and Kirim and Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua also did. So that is clearly an indication that we are not concerned that somebody will miss the Shalosh Golem just in order to convert his silver onto gold coins. Mishnah Ches, the subject of this Mishnah is Hapurit Selim and Maizmai one who changes money into silver seller coins from copper coins of Maishashani. Or to be more specific, copper pruta coins. Now, pruta is worth very little. In fact, there are 768 copper prutas in one silver seller coin. So this person has 768 coins of copper, let's say, and he wants to convert them onto one silver seller coin. Let's use that example for the sake of simplicity. Now, Kuntu Beishamai, great! Beishamai say, Kola Mois, he's allowed to convert all of them, all of the copper coins, onto one silver seller coin. However, interestingly, Beishil and Beishil say, you cannot convert all of the copper coins, but Shekel Kesef for Shekel Mois. You can convert one Shekel worth, and a Shekel is exactly half a seller. So you can convert half of the copper coins onto one silver shekel, but the other half of the copper coins you have to keep as copper coins. Now the reason for Beis Hillel is as follows. Somebody who brings up silver coins, for example, to Yerushalayim, 
cannot really spend that money as it is because most food items are worth much less than the silver coins and so you could only really buy food using copper coins that being the case, people would come up to Yerushalayim with silver coins and there were lots of money changers in Yerushalayim they would give them silver coins and the money changers would give them back copper coins worth that amount of silver so then you would have copper coins and you would spend that on food now Basil are concerned that if everybody starts converting all of their Maishashini produce onto silver coins and let's say you had copper coins and you converted them onto silver if everybody brings up silver coins to Yerushalayim and no one has copper on them then everybody will come to the money changers wanting copper. Now there's a basic rule with regards to money, which is that the greater the demand of the money, the more expensive it will be. So in this case, since there'll be so many people who want copper, the value of copper will be greater. Which means that when you give, let's say, imagine you give one silver coin, instead of getting the regular 768 copper protos for that, or the equivalent in other copper coins, you might only get, let's say, 600 copper coins because the copper will be worth more, so there'll be less copper coins in every silver coin. And as a result of that, people will have less Maishashini. They'll be able to buy less Maishashini food, and this is considered a sort of waste of Maishashini money. We've seen already that you're not allowed to waste Maishashini produce, and now we see in this mission you're not even allowed to waste Maishashini money by making the copper worth more, so you'll get less of it, which means you'll be able to buy less food. So because of that, Basil say that you're not allowed to convert all of your copper coins onto silver. Rather, you should convert only half of them onto silver so that you go up to Yerushalayim also having copper coins. So that way you won't necessarily, not everybody will go to the money changer at the same time because you'll have some copper coins to spend. So there won't be as much of a demand for the silver coins, sorry, for the copper coins, and therefore they will not become more expensive so you will not be wasting my shady money. Alright, now we have learned previously although one is allowed to redeem my shiny produce onto money once it's been redeemed onto money you can't just redeem that money onto other equivalent money for example if you have silver my shiny money you can't just redeem that onto other silver my shiny money because the Torah only said this idea of redeeming with regards to changing it from let's say my shiny produce onto my shiny money but not from my shiny silver onto other my shiny silver but what happens if somebody has Maishashini produce which he wants to redeem, but there's not enough of it to redeem it onto a coin? The question is, can he join with that other Maishashini money and then redeem both of those together onto other money? So for example, let's say he has half a dinar worth of Maishashini produce, but in order to redeem it onto a coin, he'll need another half a dinar. So he's got other Maishashini money worth at least half a dinar, question is, can you join that with the produce and redeem them onto other money? So Meir says, One is not allowed to redeem silver coins, so let's say in this case, half a dinar worth of silver coins, together with half a dinar worth of my shiny produce a la kesef, onto other chulen money, worth one dinar. So according to Meir, this is forbidden, because one is never allowed to redeem silver onto silver. However, allow it because in this case you're only doing that in order to redeem my shiny produce. And since you're allowed to redeem my shiny produce, you're also allowed to do it together with my shiny money, since there's no other way to redeem the my shiny produce. Now the Chachom would agree that if there is a way, for example, if the my shiny produce itself was worth a dinar, then you cannot redeem it together with money. It's only because there's no other way to redeem the my shiny produce that you are allowed to do it together with my shiny money. Mishnah test. We had a machloek in the first part of the previous Mishnah about somebody who has copper coins of Maishashini, 
and whether he is allowed to convert them onto silver coins. This mission is going to discuss somebody who already has silver coins, so straight away from the stage where he redeemed it the first time, he redeemed the produce straight onto silver coins, and now he brings these silver coins up to Rishalayim. The question is, how much of these silver coins is he allowed to convert into copper coins? So they're going to have the opinions of a Shaman Basil again, which will be consistent with their previous opinions, and then we're going to have quite a few opinions after that, each one giving a different opinion. Begins the Mishnah, One wishes to exchange the silver Sela coin for copper Pruta coins once he is in Yerushalayim. He's allowed to convert the entire silver coin into copper coins. No reason why not according to Beishamai, however, say Shekel Kesef a Shekel Mois. You have to keep one Shekel, i.e. half the Sela, as a silver coin, the Shekel Mois, and you're only allowed to convert one Shekel, so half of the Sela coin, into copper coins. And the reason for Beishilel is not that he's concerned that the copper prices will go up, because that was already discussed in the previous Mishnah, and because Basil say in the previous Mishnah that one is not allowed to convert copper onto silver, that already means that there won't be a lot of people converting silver in Yerushalayim. So we're no longer concerned, even according to Hillel, that the price of copper will go up. We're concerned about something else, and that is that if somebody converts an entire silver coin onto copper, he might not be able to spend all of the copper in Yerushalayim on that trip. So what will he do? He'll put the copper somewhere in Yerushalayim, give it to somebody to look after, and then next time he comes up to Yerushalayim, for example on the next one of the Shalish Regalim, then he'll use this copper again. But by that time, copper rusts very easily, so it could be that the copper won't be valuable anymore. It might not even be spendable anymore, which means that he would have wasted Maishashani money. So because of that concern, he'll say that you're only allowed to convert one shekel of silver at a time, to make sure that you do not leave over any copper coins. Now the remaining opinions of our Mishnah agree with Basil's concern, and each opinion gets progressively more stringent. So whereas Basil allowed you to convert half of it onto copper, Hadonin and Chachomim, those people who judged and argued with the Chachomim, and this refers to people such as Ben Zoyma and Ben Azai, and a couple of other Tanoim who died at a young age before they received Smicha, but they would come to Chachomim and discuss matters of halacha with them. And according to them, three dinar out of the sela, a sela is worth four dinar, so three quarters of the sela need to be kept as silver, the dinar mois, and he is only allowed to convert one dinar, a quarter of the sela, into copper coins. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, you're right that three dinar need to be kept as silver, but when it comes to the fourth dinar, only a vervius mois, only a quarter of that fourth dinar can be converted into copper. So that means only a quarter of a quarter of a sela, i.e. one sixteenth of a sela can be converted into copper at a time. Once you've used up all of that copper, you'd be able to convert another sixteenth, but only one sixteenth of a sela at a time. And Rabbi Typhon takes this further again, Rabbi Typhon and Rabbi Typhon says, That last dinar, four aspar of the dinar need to be kept as silver. Now an aspar is one-fifth of a dinar, so four-fifths of the fourth dinar need to be kept as silver, which means that only one-fifth of the fourth dinar, so that means one-fifth of a quarter of a sela, 
because a dinar is a quarter of a sela, and so one-fifth of a quarter of a sela is the same as a twentieth of a sela, and so only that amount would you be able to convert onto copper at a time. Now Shammai comes, and he is the most stringent. Shammai Omer Shammai says, We're so concerned that some copper will be left over, that the only way to solve this problem is, He should place the silver coin in a shop, the shop where he'll buy his Maishchenyi food from, and every time he buys more food, the shopkeeper will make a note of it, and will continue making a note of how much the silver coin has been spent up. And the owner of the money, can eat the, va- the amount of value of the silver coin. So that means that he'll never convert any of it onto copper, and the shopkeeper will just make a record of how much he spent of the silver coin, until the entire silver coin has been used up. And that way you definitely escape the problem of, having, of leaving over copper coins, which will end up rusting. Mishayud, the halach is that somebody who is Tomei may not eat my sashini, or at least my sashini which is Tahar. And the mission tells us that Mishayud makes us born of Tomeim and makes us Tahirim. Somebody who had children, and some of his children were Tomei, and some of them were Tahar. And they all come up as a family to Yerushalayim, and they've got my sashini money. And the father wants all of them to share a bottle of wine. Now if he's going to redeem the money onto the wine, as he would usually do, that would mean that his Tommy children cannot eat from that wine, because it would be my sashini. However, the Mishnah says there is a way for him to do it, and that is Maniaches Asela. He should place down the Sela coin of my sashini. Vo'eman declare as follows, Mashatohirim Shosim, that which the pure children will drink from the wine, Sela Zomuchleles Olov. This my sashini coin is redeemed onto that part of the wine. And following that, the Tahar children should drink the wine, or whatever wine they want to drink, and retroactively, already from when he declared the wine to be Maishashayni, that part of the wine becomes Maishashayni. However, the rest of the wine remains Chulin, it remains unsanctified, and then the Tomei people can drink from that wine, and they'll just be drinking regular wine, which will not be considered Maishashayni. And the Mishnah notes that in this way, it emerges that pure people and impure people can be drinking from the same jug of Maishashayni wine, and yet it will be permitted, and the pure people will remain pure, and the Tomei people will remain Tomei if he does it in this unusual way.